like Jesus Podcast episode 84. This is the time to actually surrender to the Holy Spirit and let him move. Hey, I'm your host, Olu Sobanjo, your clarity coach and pastor. And this is a show where I encourage you to embrace all that God uniquely designed you for. So let's get started. All right. Hello and welcome uh, to this episode of Like Jesus Podcast. Today is such a wonderful episode and I'm sure it's going to be a real blessing to you. Now, for everyone that is listening to this, that believes that God has sent you to deliver some people, maybe because you've had some experiences, maybe because you've um, been skilled or designed, you just know it, that God has sent you to help a set of people, a group of people, to deliver them from their oppression or to open their eyes to see something. Now, you're going to really love this episode because in the life of Gideon, this special part that we're going to read today is extremely exemplary, okay, for us. Um, this is the time where things get really serious, and this is a time when you need to get serious. So, after all that happened with the altar of Baal and all that, it said soon afterwards, I'm reading from chapter 6, 33 to 40. It says soon afterwards, the armies of Midian and Amalek, Amalek and the people of the east formed an alliance against Israel and crossed the Jordan camping in the valley of Jezreel. The truth of the matter is this, when God sends you something, at some point you may actually think, yeah, it's just, uh, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. At some point I'll get there. But then a time comes. I think actually God usually is the one that pulls the strings and makes this kind of time to come. When the enemy begins to gang up against the same people that God has sent you to help. Okay, you begin to see all sorts of terrible things happening. So now in the in the case of um, Israel, Gideon, you know, the the enemy came together. They actually formed an alliance against Israel. Okay, it was like the, the stress that the people had been having was not strong enough. So now they all came together and formed a real alliance. And they're like, now we're going to attack them. Now we're going to get them down. Okay, and in the lives of the people that you're going that you've been called to help, sometimes this happens. And and I tell you what, this is the time to actually get serious. This is the time to actually surrender to the Holy Spirit and let him move, let him lead. Okay, because this is exactly what happened to Gideon at this point. After these people formed an alliance, I'm sure news spread and he came to Gideon and all the Israelites and fear began to come up because can you imagine if, you know, there's a, a, a group of people that are your enemies or, or some really bad things happening and you feel like, oh my God, we're doomed. We're going to die. And the people start crying and all that. But it says in verse uh, 34, then, no, in verse um, uh, 34, yes, it says, then the spirit of the Lord took possession of Gideon and he blew the ram's horn as a call to arms. And the men of the clan of uh, Abiezer came to him and he also sent messengers throughout uh, Manasseh, Asher, Zebulun, and 
Naphtali, summoning their warriors and all the men, all of them responded. And this is very interesting. This is crucial point. It's time to get serious, but it's, it's, it's time to surrender to the Holy Spirit and then let the Holy Spirit be the one leading you to do what you do next. Okay. It's not the time to get emotional because usually when, when stress comes and, you know, he's like, oh my God, what's this? Why is all this? I'm supposed to be helping this. How come, how come, you know, there's much trouble, you know, in their life. You know, this is not the time to fear. This is the time to surrender because really your fear cannot, you know, your fear cannot solve the problem. In short, even your strength cannot solve the problem. So this is the time to surrender to God and say, Lord, have your way, help me, you know. And when he did, you know, when the spirit of the Lord came upon him, what happened was that he blew the horn. And and what was that? You know, what was he doing there? He declared himself, he stood up as the leader, the one that has been empowered the one that has been designed to solve the problem, to bring solution. And when he did that, what happened was that the people around, you know, warriors around began to identify him as the leader. Okay. So there's going to come to a time in your life when you, you know, this is happening and you surrender to the Holy Spirit and then you take some actions. It's going to be some bold actions. Blowing the horn is is a big thing. And after that, he said he sent messengers, you know, even to all these other tribes. Now you're going to blow the horn and declare yourself as, you know, just to say, I am the one that God has empowered to do this thing. I'm the one I actually saw an angel. You blow the horn. And when you do, you know, other people will recognize that indeed God has helped you. God has called you. And and then you send messages, you know, not just blow the horn and hope that somebody here, you actually specifically send messages, you know, to people that can help you, that can be a team with you where, you know, the work of God that God has, you know, all these things that God has sent us to do, we're all, you know, as light. And there are some people that are doing some work that you can, you know, partner with already, you know, so, so this is that point. And when that happened, you know, and people gathered to him, he says, you know, um, you know, they responded to him. Okay. And then Gideon said to God, after the people had now gathered and everybody was around him and they're like, you know what, it looks like, you know, something is about to happen. The next thing to do then is to actually clarify again, because when people gather together, you know, there's a, there's a level of, you know, faith that you have when you say, you know, I believe God is calling me to do this. Okay. And then there's another level of faith that you have to develop when others begin to gather and begin to re- see you as their leader. Okay. And so what happened next is very crucial and you need to do that, especially at this stage. And what he did was he went back to God and he said, Lord, if you're truly going to use me to rescue Israel, as you promised, if what you said is actually true, why don't you just prove it to me? Okay. In this way, I'm going to put a fool and, and, and any, he said a fleas. Okay. Before I used to think that setting fleas before God with God, you know, uh, is, is like testing God. But really I realized differently, you know, recently when I started studying this and I realized that it is his faith in God that made him to set those fleas. Like God, I want to confirm that you are in this with me. I want to really confirm that. This is actually not me 
you know, heading out and doing all of this thing. And I'm, I'm going in your power. And when he did that, very funny, God answered him. What did he put down? You know, I asked myself, how many times have I put a wool outside and I said to God, God, put water on it and let the surrounding be dry. I've never, I don't have that kind of faith. I don't believe God will do it. I, and so I wouldn't do it. But he had that faith. That's why he was able to do that. Then God did it. And he said, you know what? I'm going to do it opposite just to be sure that, you know, I'm not making this up. He said, God, let's do it the other way around. Do it, you know, let there be wool, you know, the wool be dry and then, you know, the surrounding be wet. And exactly, he says in verse 40, he says, and so that night God did as Gideon asked. The, f- the fleece was dry in the morning, but the ground was covered with dew. You know, and, and I said, this guy was just you know, and uh, strengthening his faith in the Lord. It's very similar that to what David had to do in the in the wilderness when he was taking care of this his father's sheep. He, he he knew that that strength that he developed when he was in the field is what would help him. This was similar to that, and that's what he's doing here. Gideon is saying, "Lord, I want to be sure. I want to have a, a, a strong, uh, developed faith in you, so that when I go to the to the public." I can know that you're going to stand with me. You're going to be with me in this. And that's what you're going to do, my brother, my sister, whoever is listening to this. I want you to know that when God has called you, it's very important that you get his strength. It's very important that you get him as you see. The, the battle is, is huge. And if you don't have your own one-on-one strong tie with God, when you get in the battlefield, it's definitely going to be challenging. So it's very important that you develop, you know, and and build a relationship where you know that God, if God could do this, then I know that even in the battle, he'll be there with me. Hey, quick announcement for you. This episode is brought to you by my VIP program, where I work one-on-one with believers to find work that God uniquely designed you for. If you know there is more to your life than your current job has to offer, and you're ready to find out what difference you were born to make, but you need help with getting crystal clear on what idea will bring you fulfillment and also bring a good income for you, then head over now to olusobanjo.com slash one, two, three. I look forward to helping you become. All right. In closing, I want to ask you, what is it that you can do to verify that God who promised is actually with you and leading you to take the actions that you're taking right now? What are some of those things that you can, you know, ask God and say, Lord, show me that you're truly with me. Give me a sign, you know, show me a sign. Open my eyes, show me a scripture. Usually a scripture is a very good way of knowing that this is the way God is leading you. You know, you have a word to hold on to so that when the fire comes, when there's a challenge that comes, then you're able to say, you know what? I know my God is with me. 
Let us pray. Father, I thank you so much for your son, your daughter, anyone listening to this. I thank you, oh God, because you that have called them, you have a plan for their lives. And I ask, oh God, especially for those whom the people you send them to are already facing the challenge right now. I ask, oh God, that you would rise up within them and help them to you know, do, take actions that, that would, you know, show to them that this is the time to get serious. And it's a time to depend on you fully in the name of Jesus. Open their eyes, oh God, to see and to know how to prove that you are with them. And as they do, Lord, I know that you would show them just like you did in the life of Gideon, just as you have done in my own life and my family for many, for this many years. Lord, have your way and let us be the lights that you have made us to the world. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for listening to another episode of Like Jesus Podcast. Don't forget to head over to Olu Sabanjo for more useful tips and resources. And if what we discussed today got your attention and you're ready to embrace God's design, but you need my one-on-one help, I would love to hear from you. Send me an email at olu at sabanjo.com. Okay, get out there and impact someone else with what you've got. Bye for now.